0: You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. (sighs) It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show! Oh yeah, we're Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'll be with you for the next about 40 minutes. By my side in the land of Zoom is the best co-host in all the land, Todd at the top. Todders, how are you?
1: Hey, buddy. Doing great. Good to see you. Good, And good man. to be seen.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yes. And you look good. Uh, did you get a haircut? Was that a while ago?
1: Mercedes, it's been a little while, so. a little, but I'm still looking good. That's the
0: most important <laughs> thing. So. It's true. All right, I'm hanging out in Banyan One inside the Monarch in the Monarch Building, in the heart of the Nine Rails Arts District. Todd's hanging out in the lovely Todd Abode um, studio, yet <laughs> to be named. But yeah, this week's show includes a <laughs> weekly happy on the docket and it's picking up man more stuff is getting on the docket so we'll tell you it's actually a busy weekend this weekend in the news including a snow report snowed this morning uh utah state parks are busy af pocket takeover solo row lost and found or snow kite avalanche or is on this is big news um more on that netflix Norgay. World record art. Todd, you're going to like this, man. This is good stuff. And then finally, Hot Tub Grizzly will give you something worth watching, two worth watchings, uh, something worth reading. Um, Little Gear 30 segment. I have some fun, a new product I'd never heard of before, and I don't know how I missed it because it looks like they've been around at least a little while. And then what are the best camp shoes for 2021? And man let's just say it's a little you probably won't guess half of these but best camp shoes 2021 give you a quote of the week outdoor jukebox um yeah so all this and more on audio outdoor adventure show episode 369 pocket takeover so let's charge Summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, he is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. All right, Todd, I'm going to share. We got the shared screen here. Can you see? Uh, this is the. Chris Benchettler, one, one line at Mammoth Mountain. Uh, it's amazing. Let's go big with this. Oh, that didn't work. This is Chris Chetler Mammoth Mountain, next to rocks. And then he does this little switch 180. And then he just sends it down the mountain for like one of the greatest ski runs at a resort. It's this giant rock hit Rocket Rocket. It's a little three sixty over a little mini pine tree or something, whatever that was. Look I like all these jumps that are just set up out there. This is like a a Tuesday for this guy. Yeah, GoPro. Thanks, GoPro. This is a weekly happy. It's like, this is what you do, man. This makes me happy, and I don't ski. I snowboard. It just looks like pure beauty and fun. So that's a fun little run there. Nice little weekly happy. Yeah. It's just going to repeat on that. So, uh, Todd, how was your week? Has it been a week? It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's been a week, a full, a full Holy one.
1: Smokes. I know. Yeah, like this, it just goes like this.
0: It does. Doing good. Doing yeah.
1: Good. I'm getting all planned and ready for uh, Friday afternoon's big event. You coming over to uh, the lot uh, Friday at noon uh, for the big uh, groundbreaking for the Dumkey Arts Plaza? So that's coming up in two days.
0: Yes. No, I'll be here. So we're kind of getting
1: prepped and ready for that.
0: I'll be I'll be right across the street, so I have walk to walk over there. Yeah, I have to walk over. It's really far.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you, if you haven't already, because you are part of the ad- advisory team, so you're obviously invited. But if you haven't already, you need to um, RSVP. So look through your email just for contact tracing purposes. So you need to. Got do that. you. But um, I'll be doing uh, a small amount of. Of sort of introductions and emceeing for that, just like, and then we'll do our, our little groundbreaking. You dig, you I can't dig, believe yeah. it's, it's all happening, man.
0: Now, um, do you need a microphone? Some speakers? Do you need some things? I
1: don't know yet. I okay. assume that they're taking care of that, so I'm not sure. I'll reach out to Lori today.
0: I mean, I know where, I know where it you know to somebody? get stuff. Do you know somebody? I know somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because Saturday, and let's just jump into the <laughs> on the docket. Saturday is the Wasatch powder keg. I'll be up there, so I have to leave my house at I think I have to leave my house at 4. Oh, man. Maybe like Jesus. 4.30. Yeah. To get up to the Wasatch Powder Keg at Brighton. Be there all day. Man, if you're from Ogden, please say hello. I'll be up there wearing my three down jackets, trying to stay warm in zero degree temperatures. Uh, and watching all the uh, all the racers and spandex go really fast on uphill on their skis, which is always fun. So, uh, And you don't have to wear spandex, but just... You you know, it's part of the the pro look. They have a rec division. That's where like normal people hang out. So yeah, I watched that powder cake. Also this weekend, which starts what's today, twenty fifth, fourth? The twenty sixth through the twenty eighth is the Lady Wild Film Festival. So it's the let's see. I think they said it's the fifth, it's the fifth annual But I believe that's because they couldn't do it last year because it's. It says celebrate our sixth year anniversary with the fifth annual Lady Wild Film Festival. So I'm I'm looking. I don't know where the fifth and the sixth, but maybe because I had to skip last year. But it's the they're doing it um, virtual this year, of course, just like all the other film festivals. Twenty one films in this year's lineup will be available for three days you can visit the the eventbrite page or just search Lady Wild Film Festival. You'll you'll find it. So there's a lot. That gives you something nice. to to look at. Um, Saturday at Snow Basin, they're doing the Snow Basin uphill ski event. Uh, we are sending from gear thirty a crew up there with our demo skis to so if you have it if you don't have the gear to ski uphill, we have about six to eight depending on if stuff was pre-rented, but, um, pairs of, uh, touring skis for you to demo. We'll have them up there. You can try them for free only that night. That's February 27th up at snow basin on the uphill ski, uh, party. So they're going to turn that into like a really fun event. So I think they'll, they're doing timing if you'd like to time it, but it's not a race. It's just for fun. But I mean, everybody, everybody, challenges each other anyway. So it's kind of a fun deal that Saturday six ish to nine ish or somewhere around in there. Um, then also that evening is the WSU full moon snowshoe at North Fork park, $14 for WSU students, $20 for general public go snowshoe during a full moon, which is always a beautiful time to snowshoe on Saturday. March 5th is the international fly fishing. It's a film festival. Um, Again, that's virtual as well. We talked about this one last week. And also on that day is the Ogden Bicycle Collective, the the Lousy Fundraiser, which, oh, man, I think I was supposed to have them on today. I'll have them on for next week. So we'll try and get them on before. Is the 5th before Wednesday? Well, Mo- Monday is the 1st, right? That'll be really close.
1: It is What's the 5th? The 5th is next Friday.
0: Friday. Okay. So we'll have them on next Wednesday. That'll be good. Perfect. Perfect. And then get your, hopefully you're planning in advance to get your, like, spring pond skim uniforms ready because both, you know, well, pretty much all the resorts. Snow Basin, I know, and also Nordic. I'm not sure about powder, but Nordics is on March 20th. The Valley's Wildest Pond Skim. Ten bucks. And you're in. So there you go. That's what's on the docket. Um, okay, so should we go into some news? Let's go ahead and share screens again real quick. Share the screen. Share the screen. In the news, in the news, this is information about the uh, Wasatch Powder Keg right here. Everyone, you guys should come up and say hi. I want to see people from Ogden. Just so you know. Okay, so it snowed last night. just um, show showing zeros in Alta, which is weird. Let's see if I can refresh that. Yeah, no, zeroes it out to... Ha-ha, Ogden got some stuff. Where's... Okay, oh, Nordic's showing zero, but the stake showed... Okay, well, then the counts are off because the Snow Basin stake showed four inches, so it just didn't update, apparently. But Snow Basin's sitting at an 88-inch base, plus whatever they got last night. Powder at 60 inches. Mm, Nordic at 35 They're showing zeros across the board, but really there was like a little bit of fresh snow this morning. Uh, Utah State Parks, this should have been obvious, but in 2020, park visitation soared, uh, increased over 2.6 million from 2019. Even in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Utah Division of Parks and Recreation is reporting an uptick in state park visitation from 2019 to 2020. Yeah, because we... Wanted to get outside. Thank you to Westwater. Una hard Westwater. It's very very tasty Tasty. Though I'm I'm used to the lime. So I tried the Remember I tried the lime like last week or the week before. It's dark, good. Yeah, and it was a little like puckery. It's I like it. I like it a lot. It's pretty good. Yeah. Mm.
1: Or, or peach or i can't remember what it was, it was really
0: tasty yeah raspberry uh, okay state parks on elevated visitation numbers throughout the traditional summer season said jeff rasmussen utah division of parks and recreation director not only that but record-breaking visitation continued into the fall and winter has not tapered off like it normally does so lots of people visiting the parks um I guess that's good, but my only advice would be to add more trash cans (laughs) and for people when they go there to use said trash cans um, and just clean up after yourself. It's just good advice for for national state parks and in life in general. Keep it clean out there. They're very busy. If everyone's trashing it, it gets nasty fast. Um, Pocket Outdoor Media is taking over the world. This is the big news of the week. Pocket Outdoor Media acquired Outside Magazine. They bought Outside TV. They bought Gaia GPS. They bought Athlete Reg and Peloton Magazine, and they rebranded as Outside. So, this is from uh, bicycleretailer.com. Pocket Ooh, nice. Outdoor Media, the parent company to Brain, Velo News, and nearly 30 other active living brands, has purchased Outside Magazine. Outside TV. You know what, Todd? I'm holding out. Like, we're not for sale yet. Like, if they want to buy Ogden Outdoor Adventure, they're going to have to come at us with a much larger offer because I don't think I'm ready to sell. Um, but change my mind. Change my mind. I'll um, tell you
1: what, I wish I had bought that outside.com domain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, back when oh, buying man, domains for like- was the business to be in. Yeah. That's funny. Outside.com. Yep. Oh, that'd be
1: awesome.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. Adding these businesses to our portfolio and rebranding Pocket to a transformative movement for us, says Robin said, CEO of The New Outside. These brands make our new company the world's leading creator of active, living content, experiences, travel, and services We now deliver content to almost every home in America across every platform, screen, and device. But they don't own us yet. You know what I'm saying? Pocket Outdoor Media has been scooping up brands and talent from all over the active lifestyle market. Uh, We've just been dodging and weaving them. Last summer, POM acquired a suite of brands from active interest media, including Backpacker, Ski, Climbing, Yoga Journal, S News, and 13 others. Ruling the world, ruin the world. Let's see how that goes. Probably a good thing, I guess. I don't know. Outside lives on. Outside magazine's still a thing.
1: If the quality and the quantity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. It's, all, it's all gotta be there, right? Just checking to make sure we're recording. I forgot to even check. Okay. Uh what'd you do when you were twenty one? Huh? Jasmine Harrison became the youngest woman. Uh, rode the Pacific. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think you're fibbing just a little, just a little. Um, 21 years old. She she took 70 days. She, ro- she rode, like solo rode across the Atlantic Ocean. Took 70 days, three hours, and 48 minutes. British woman became the youngest woman to ever row solo across the ocean. I showed Isla, my daughter, who's 10. I said, hey, look at this boat she's in. She's like she rows that, I'm all, yeah, and she sleeps in there, and that's like your home for like uh, two, two and a half months or something. Crazy. Anyway, it doesn't I don't really think that sounds like a good time, but good for her.
1: Man, that's terrifying.
0: I like that the boat has like and octopus.: just, And this was a massive arms.
1: floating city.
0: Yeah. Uh, lost snowshoer is lucky to be alive after 30 hours in the Boulder backcountry. This is a good news story. 47-year-old Boulder resident left the Eldora Nordic Center for a solo snowshoeing excursion on the Jenny Creek Trail on Sunday morning. Her family reported her missing the next day using cell phone forensics to ping her phone. They found her 200 feet off of the Jenny Creek Trail after an eight-hour search. The cell phone was key to finding her. Always take your cell phone in the wild. It's a great uh, device that could potentially save your life, so that is good news. I thought uh, this is pretty wild. This kite skier in Europe, French Alps, gets uh oh, what's this? Gets gets sendy because an avalanche comes, and the wind from the avalanche just sends him. So you see it in the background here. See that? Like the avalanche is getting him. There's his parachute up there. Those of you watching on YouTube, uh, and he's in this mess somewhere here, oh. which is crazy. Uh, and then comes out of it. There he is. Pops out. Does a little flip,ty doosky. And look at how flat that ground is. So I got a. I just got a message. I think we're getting, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Um, it's unstable AF. Um, I just got a message okay. on on Instagram from a person who followed gear 30 who said, if you follow me back, I'll never go to REI again. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> Dig it.
1: Ah, that's a great message.
0: All right. So OR is back. So they bumped from June to August. It'll be August 10 through 12. That's in the smack dab middle of a week. And they bumped because they are going to be, it's going to be an in-person event in Denver at the Colorado Convention Center uh, and so amid the ongoing covid-19 precautions by bumping it a couple of months it was scheduled for June 15 through 17 you know they're hoping that this can this can go off without a hitch essentially so uh that's this is good news we'll have fun we'll be able to meet in person um I mean, that's the plan anyway, so that it is scheduled for August, August 10 through 12, OR Summer Market, and I'm, I'm again excited to go to OR. It's funny how I thought it sucked and it was getting old and stale, you know, and then all of a sudden you can't go for a couple of times and meet in person, and it's like, you know what, now I need to go again. Where's OR? So that'll be fun. Uh, Good news about Tenzing Norgay. The biography is going to become a Netflix film. An Ed Douglas biography about Tenzing Norgay is slated to be adapted for the screen by Netflix. It'll be produced by the Obama's Higher Ground Productions. So Ed Douglas biography of Tenzing Norgay will soon get the Hollywood treatment as a Netflix adaptation. The book documents the life of the Sherpa mountaineer who made the first ascent of Everest with... Sir Edmund Hillary in 1953. Actually, did he summit before? Was he the first on the summit? Mm. Mm. I think maybe
1: that's the story.
0: Is that the story? Yeah. That we and maybe we don't know Meaning that.
1: Meaning, who who was the one?
0: Yeah, who was it? Yeah. Higher Ground Productions, Barack and Michelle Obama's production company, is producing the Tenzing Tenzing film adaptation um along with BAFTA nominated Australian director will direct with a script written by Academy Award nominee and BAFTA winner Luke Davies. What's BAFTA? Todd, I don't know what BAFTA. I see
1: is. that. British Academy film. I don't know what it stands for. That's exactly, really good. Yeah. It's okay. essentially a British equivalent of what we do. Got you. It's a British equivalent of the Oscars.
0: All right, so Jackson art auction set 35 new world records art is selling. That's the new, that's the punchline art is selling and selling for a lot presented by the Jackson hole art auction. The the Wyoming art auction offered 228 lots selling 96% of them and realizing a total of $668,000. The online auction saw active bidding across three internet platforms, leading to 42% of the sold pieces, exceeding their high estimates and thirty-five new world auction records. Um, so, a cowboy artists, a number of uh, the well, one of the things were uh, price per square inch records for a number of cowboy artists of American members. So, Bill Owens' untitled horse, a charming nine by twelve oil on board, flew past its estimate of fifteen hundred to twenty-five hundred dollars. And brought in a whopping thirty-three thousand dollars with a record three hundred and six per square inch. Isn't that funny how it's measured, like per square inch of the painting, three hundred and six dollars per square inch. Likewise, Kelly uh, Clark Kelly prices Sweet Wyoming Oil, Sweet Wyoming Home Oil on a canvas twenty-four by thirty sold for thirty thousand dollars, exceeding its estimate of three to five thousand dollars, and setting a price per square inch record for the artist. Records were also sent for. Set for Wayne Bays and cutting out Mama, <laughs> uh, oil canvas, eight and a half by eleven and a half, bringing three thousand to Tyler Crowes, a cowboy from Tom Butler Bronk. Right, so Western art was selling at record pace, which is pretty cool. Making money.
1: I think it's acquired. I can't remember it for like HOA fees for Jackson Hole to have in your home. So,
0: <laughs> yeah probably is you have to have outside art okay did you see this johnny yeah,
1: when the, the no i'm I just gonna say with when the average home price in jackson is like 1.2 million it that helps as well so is it that low i mean that's a good place to sell art is what i'm saying i think they're they got they found a good spot yeah i was thinking it was more than that too i just looked it's like 1.25 or something like that i like your is it that low that's good <laughs>
0: Good old Johnny Mosley has a bear living underneath his hot tub. This is insane. Kids.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Did you hear
0: that? Close the door. That is nuts. So he there's it's living under the hot tub. It and he goes and puts a So, in this video here, you'll see, so there's the house and there's the hot tub, you'll see, I don't think it's easy for the bear to get out, like, so he put the camera under this, under the hot tub, and look at the bear chilling, that's his giant head under the hot tub, right here, you can see his eyes and his big old nose and his snout, this giant grizzly living under the hot tub, and if you- How did he get down there? I don't know, this is nuts. And he's huge, or she. She. I mean, who knows? This thing is enormous. Is that
1: where he's hibernating? I is think so. Yeah, and look, picture? it's like
0: in like this, you know, woodsy neighborhood. There's another condo or cabin right next door, so it's not like like there's cabins everywhere. And then, oh by the way, there's a grizzly hanging out under the hot tub at Johnny's house over there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's pretty awesome. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Close-up of her face. Yeah, close-up of the face. Um, worth watching, worth watching. So Kings and Queens of Corbett's is on Red Bull. And I'm probably going to watch this tonight, so you can watch the replay. Uh, Greg from the shop, Greg. Greg Bean from the shop, he actually took his son last year up to... Watch the competition. He said that um, all the people that hang out at the top up there, they're all the journalists and photographers. And then the general public basically hangs out at the, at the bottom, but said that from the bottom, you can see the whole run essentially, which is pretty cool. But um, uh, yeah, it aired on Monday. Today's Wednesday. So the replay is available on Red Bull TV. You can watch the replay. That is something worth watching. Also, something worth watching is a new release uh, from Solomon TV, and Solomon TV does fantastic work. It's David's Way Against the Cro- the Clock. Not the, not the crock, well, that's really loud. That. Marco De Gasperi down. is a real. But in the meantime, he's a real mountain running. Real. Fact, I like their accent. Back to 2015, when Marco. I have no internet essentially. But yeah, uh a new release from Solomon TV, check that out. Uh we I think Solomon TV does fantastic work. I think they put a lot of money into in, into their content and it's it showed in their in what they do with Solomon TV. So There's that. Um Oh, I have an op-ed worth reading. Uh this is interesting. This op-ed from, this um, is up on S News. It's Stacy. It's either Bear or Bar. Uh, Parting thoughts to the outdoor industry: fair pay and ensuring a path for career development among essential workers are key for the success of the outdoor industry. And this is this is very interesting. So he says, ten years ago, I found a home in the outdoor industry in our shared world of puffy jackets, breathable shells, and epic adventures. My early mentors in the industry were not the straight white men you might expect as an openly sober vocal military veteran without a strong background in the outdoors. I did not fit into the standard narrative as such. My early mentors were friends and friends were also non non-normative women, people of color, members of the LGBTQ community and adaptive recreationalists. I owe each of them a, my heartfelt thanks. Many of them are also now gone, scaled out, or burned out of the industry. And now it's my turn to head to the exits. I am closing down my, consult- my consulting practice to take a full-time position as a civilian project manager with the United States Air Force. Leaving is not a decision I take lightly. I have loved it here. The people, the brands, the opportunities, the laughter, and the tears but the hustle versus the reward, the time away from family and now the pandemic has made earning a sustainable living a struggle. He's talking about the outdoor industry here. This is up on S News. I'm lucky to have a transferable skill uh, set that allows me to walk away. As a friend told me when he heard my news, the outdoor industry is fun when you're young and not fun when you have a family and bills to pay. The pay disparity between middle and upper management is a chasm many will never cross. Never mind from entry level to executive. Right now, I can't make the leap. Companies invest millions in corporate social responsibility to connect others to the outdoors, but those same companies, essential workers in manufacturing warehouses and distribution facilities, often don't have the means to go adventuring. Never mind acquire the necessary gear. And while the lack of diversity in the outdoor industry has made headlines for several years now, the, re- the reality is that the outdoor industry and outdoor participation in general is, su- is surprisingly diverse. The problem is that the diversity exists mostly in the essential work of low paid hourly positions who are often invisible to the rest of the organization. Companies have not made significant investments to help their workforce, climb the corporate ladder or create welcoming spaces for new hires who would bring in new ideas and increase performance, but may think act or look differently than who is already there. So this is very interesting. This is his parting letter to the industry. And, um, uh, there's a lot of truth in that, man. Uh, it's not an easy industry. It, there's not a lot of money in the industry, or and or the money is located at like he says the executive levels of the bigger companies, and everybody else is just scraping at the bottom. And there's not yep. a lot. That, Sounds like yeah. the
1: the Banyan model. We focus on arts and adventure, uh, two areas that are very similar. Uh, in the description that you just read, so uh, I can certainly relate.
0: We do it for the money. I'm glad that
1: he put that out there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We we do it for everything but the money. We do it for absolutely everything but the money. I mean, mean, the money is nice. I I suppose, ideally, it would be nice, but uh, it's definitely a lifestyle more than anything.
0: We could do tech. You know, we could do... Something that you know, Bitcoin. We could talk do a podcast about Bitcoin. Why not? You know, um, we'd rather talk about arts and adventure for the money. No, that's not true, but yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Man, <laughs> well, that's I thought it was an interesting. You can find the op-ed, uh, parting thoughts on the outdoor industry, at US News Gear Thirty segment. All right, what? Are, should let's should we share the screen? I'm afraid to share the screen because every time I share the screen, I like lose the internet for some reason. But <laughs> there's a there's a new brand. Do this. Do play along with me at home. Jump on your phones. Jump on your your computers and just look up the brand. It's called. This is brilliant too. I don't. I had never heard of these guys. It's called Rocky Talkie. Yes, they are walkie talkies for the outdoor industry it says there are plenty of risks in the wild. Communication should not be one of them. And they're freaking cool. They have like a little built-in carabiner so you can clip it to your jacket or whatever at all times. They're they're built for durability, designed for rugged terrain. They have three plus days use of battery life on a single charge. Um, a little carabiner leash, like I mentioned range is line of sight, 25 plus miles in the mountains. It's one to five miles forest and Hills. It's a half to, three miles. And in the city, it's up to a mile. Um, and that way you can stay in touch with your party a little easier by using these Rocky talkies. Um, I don't know the cost on these. I just, well, here's a shop now button. I just found out 90 about these bucks today. A pop. 90 bucks a pop. Not bad. Not bad at all. 90 each. There you go. And they donate $2 and per radio to search. And you, know rescue. They're,
1: you know, they're outdoor legit You know, they're outdoor legit because it comes with a carabiner.
0: Right, right. (laughs) It's perfect.
1: They look good. Yeah, they're cool.
0: Um, Gear Junkie came out with the best camp shoes of 2021. Oh, boy. Okay. Time for let the arguing begin. Best camp shoes for 2021. I don't know about this list. I don't did they they didn't put them in order. Oh, weak sauce. You got to order these things. You got to say number one, number two. Anyway, best camp shoes of 2021. They have a best car camping shoes, the Teva, excuse me, the Teva Ember Mock, men's and women's. So it's like a, uh, almost like a down booty, but with like a tennis shoe bottom, like an urban sneaker, but down booty looking thing, $75. It's pretty cool. Um, Okay, so that's an option. I actually like that option. It looks like a great shoe by by Taba. Uh, the Vivo Vivo Barefoot Ultra 3 is a super ugly shoe, designed for water sports but adopted by through hiking community. It's $80. It's like a it's like it's like, a, it's like Crocs only in a, in more of a shoe-looking form cuz it looks like plastic but holes everywhere and but with a t- like a lace um, not attractive, but probably super functional, lightweight. And then up next, yes, the budget option, the classic crock clogs, you know, that we all love from, from, you can get these at any Walmart. You can just get these at any discount store too, probably. They're cheap. They're waterproof. You know, you can wear them. They're 45 bucks. Uh, they have EVA molded injection on them. So, uh, they're lightweight. Uh, clogs are great, actually, for tapping sandals. The, o- the UFOs, Ufos sandals, best recovery sandal. The, the, it's i never, I've never known how to say this name. Very simple. It just looks like a flip-flop, only they've got uh, a very cushioned footbed. Fit, uh, again, 50 bucks. Cushions for your foot and leg joints. They relieve soreness and prepare you for your next run or hike. It's actually a pretty good option. And the best down booty they're going with feathered friends. It probably is the, the best one, but I don't like these because they're tall. I like the down booties that are short and just go over the ankles. They're, they're much easier. These here are ethically sourced 800 fill down. These will keep you so warm. These are probably you'll be sweating all night in those uh, best of the rest. The Hoka One One Aura recovery slide Two. man. This is, this is a funky looking shoe. It, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a moon sandal or something. Uh, Hoka may offer significant relief, but they're semi bulky and perhaps not ideal for lightweight backpacking. Yeah. Okay. Then the A-Lander mesh slip-on shoes, those things are pretty ugly. I don't know. Todd, what's your favorite shoe to hang out and camp with? I like my Chacos, but they're heavy to take backpacking. Oh, I can't hear you. Are you on mute? Oh, there we go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I said I'm a Burke person, and so even if they Mm. take a little bit extra weight, that's still what I would take.
0: No, Burks are great.
1: Everybody's got their go-to. Mine has been, there might have been Burke since, uh, I think I got my first Birkenstocks in 1988.
0: Before half our listeners were alive. Yeah.
1: Before most of them. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) By the way, our demographics on YouTube are so interesting. Our YouTube demographics, which you would think would be like... They're us. Would be young. Yeah. No one one watches ages 13 to 24. Nobody. We have zero watches from ages 13 to 24. And then it's basically split 20%, 20%, 20%, 20% 20 from the different categories from 25 to 35, 35 to 40 and 65 plus is even at like 20%, 65 plus watching us, man on the YouTube. We're
1: doing good with the grayer crowd. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's fine. With it's me. all the,
0: it's all the, the, the wise folks, you know, I dig it. So if <laughs> if you're not watching us on YouTube, Hey, you're see what you're missing out on. The wise people are are watching us. Uh, this week's quote of the week. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how what the hell is always the right decision to make? That is a quote from Terry Johnson from his insignificance book. Thank you to and one for powering today's barely powering today's 369th, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> power is horrible or internet's horrible. Uh, ninth episode of the Ognator adventure show. Listen and subscribe to The bandy Collective on YouTube. That's where we want you. us on YouTube. Please help us at some point monetize by following us on YouTube. That helps us a lot. Uh, th- look for us on Facebook, Instagram. Apple Podcasts is our main. That's where most of our downloads come from. It's like that's where most of the downloads come from. And then about 5% come from Spotify. We are on Spotify. You can search bandy Collective or Outdoor Adventure Show on Spotify. Or just go directly to the com. We're there, too, as well. Uh, all the show notes are usually there. DM us on Instagram at Ogden Adventure if you want to say hello. This week's Outdoor Jukebox is... So I got uh, the van sessions the proper way. Uh, it took me eight months to edit. That's awesome. Um, it's really... <laughs> uh, that's up now. It's on YouTube. The whole It's not the whole thing. Because the whole thing was an hour and a half. And I remember... It was like an hour in, and like the the, the uh, Mevo died, the, the the camera died. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. So, because I didn't, I guess I didn't realize they were gonna go all night, and they just went all night. So we podcasted about an hour and a half of it, and then they just kept going after that, and I just couldn't, I couldn't record anymore. So they did a live version of purple rain uh that i don't think that's on the podcast so anyway the podcast is out now
1: that's why you go to the live you have to go to the live band sessions
0: gotta do it all yeah Uh, and we're back we're gonna be back here first friday next week with a really good band triggers and slips at the monarch building wear your mask stay social distance because we want to do this right we don't want anybody getting getting sick or anything um so come, come join us, come hang out with us, or we will live stream it so you can watch that on our Facebook pages. Um, I think that live streams to Van Sessions. So this week's Outdoor Jukebox is Van Sessions live at the Monarch featuring The Proper Way as John Muir would say, the mountains are calling and we must go. This is a brand new song from The Proper Way.
1: Let's go. And if I find a way to make it okay, would you meet me
0: in the morning? Would you follow through,
1: would you know just what to do?